Hi everyone, this is Dr. Bates, and I'm a psychiatrist and an artist. I'm also the host of this podcast called Heal or Heal Yourself, Reduce Burnout. Discover your creativity while you heal others. And today my guest was unable to make it for the interview because of transportation difficulties. So I'm going to use this opportunity to talk a little bit about some observations that I have. I'm a coach. I'm also a psychiatrist. And I have multiple uh, businesses. I'm a serial entrepreneur. And I never used to call myself an entrepreneur, but I will now because it fits. Um, I want to talk a little bit about some of the observations that I have uh, noticed about coaching and it, you know that's a business that's expanding rapidly everybody's a coach now it seems and um, and I think that a lot of people are confused they don't know who to trust they don't know who to go to there's so many coaches for everything there are life coaches, there are business coaches, there are business strategists, there are social media coaches, there are physical fitness coaches, there are weight loss coaches. And we all have multiple things that we want to work on. So does that mean we hire five coaches? Maybe, some people do. I myself have hired multiple coaches from time to time. So this year I've probably had a total of six coaches, some within the program that I'm in right now and others I hired outside of my current program. So we're, we're just bombarded with so many choices these days and I just think it's so difficult. So I'm going to tell you that, you know, I'm a person who has multiple skills, multiple experiences, and I'm pretty well-rounded. And I feel that I can coach people in multiple areas, whether it's figuring out a stream of income, figuring out how to turn your creativity into uh, some sort of monetary value. Um, I have been in the creative industries as we know, I'm an artist, and creatives don't often think about how they can monetize their art. And there's certainly the stigma of being a starving artist and, um, you know, struggling if you're creative. But it really doesn't have to be that way. It's, um, really a time right now where you can use your creative skills to monetize them. You could become a create creativity coach and coach other creatives and inspire them and help them when they're stuck. I do some of that work. I also can coach people and mentor them around their uh, real estate investments because that's something I'm interested in. 
and it's something that I've been very successful in. I don't talk about it much, but it's definitely something that I'm capable of. I'm also very obsessed with real estate and study it very deeply and closely. So I'm also a psychiatrist and, and that in itself um, presents with numerous skills, people skills that one has to have. You have to be a good listener, a good observer of people and behavior and and then you have to learn how to categorize it and I have issues with you know psychiatry as a whole because I think that we tend to put people in boxes we tend to medicate more often than I think we should and um, and pathologize and really stress the negative rather than the positive so I've studied positive psychology, and in positive psychology, we look at the ways in which people thrive and what makes people successful. What are the things that you're good at? Let's focus on that. Let's do more of the stuff that you're good at, and let's go in the direction of what makes you light up. And I love helping people find that thing that helps them light up. And that is, for me, very joyful. So a lot of coaches have told me, you gotta pick one thing. And the point I'm trying to make right here is, I'm a creative, which means I have a ton of ideas and a ton of things I wanna do, and I try to do them all. And picking one thing is really hard for a creative person. And I don't know if I totally agree with that. I really think that it's okay to be good at multiple things. I think it's okay to have multiple ideas and multiple projects all going at the same time. And I'm gonna say that sometimes it's beneficial because you you actually come with a multitude of perspectives and you can walk away from one thing for a moment and come back to it while you work on something else. And when you come back to whatever it was you're working on, you have a different perspective and you can actually look at it very differently. I'll give you an example. So I'm working on a couple books and I gotta say I don't have one of those disciplined practices where I write every day I tend to do it in spurts but what happens is I walk away from the book that I'm writing for a little bit and then I'll work on something else maybe I'll work on um, my coaching business or my real estate business or I'll focus on something in my psychiatry business and then I'll go back to the book with either new ideas or a different perspective. Had I been laboring over it and struggling day after day after day, I might not be able to come back to what I was working on with fresh eyes. And so when it comes to coaching, 
I personally don't want to focus on one thing and maybe that'll be detrimental and maybe I'm stubborn and I really will learn that I should have listened to my coaches and focus on one thing. But I'm going to tell you, I want to design coaching for specific individuals. I want to meet with people one-on-one and I want to be able to design a program for them using all of the skills that I have and incorporating all of the skills that I have. So let's just say you come to me and you might be um, a physician who is currently working as an internist, but in your heart, you want to be a painter or a sculptor or something. You want to do something in the visual arts or photography, let's say. You just feel like you have no time and you can't do it and you're not, you're not particularly happy in your job and you would love to just maybe just do photography full time, but you don't know how or where to start. That's where somebody like me comes in because I can help you with your transition. I can help you strategize and help you figure out what your next steps might be to get you where you want to be. And together we can figure out what your ideal life would be like and what do we need to do to get there. And the nice thing about being with somebody who is um, who has a lot of years of experience in life, I've had multiple careers, and I continue to reinvent myself, as many people would say. I feel that I have the tools that can really help you figure out what your next steps might be. And as a coach, I'm not going to tell you what to do, but I can certainly stimulate you to the point where you come up with a plan that makes sense to you and your lifestyle. The other thing that I'm really, really, really passionate about is self-care. And I have uh, been on a journey towards self-care for a very long time. And that involved yoga, meditation, art, creativity, drawing. I mean, all of these things are beneficial to me and to my self-care and preservation. And getting someone to recognize what their tools are for self-care and how they can maintain them and have um, develop and develop habits, new habits and rituals is also something that I do. I think that I can help a lot more people by being a coach than being a psychiatrist. I can um, do this in a bigger way because it would allow me to reach out to multiple people. In psychiatry or medicine, you're really restricted to the um, places that you're licensed 
and it's something that's very different. So I'm going to stop for a minute and just, you know, say that there are differences between being a physician, psychiatrist, and being a coach. They're two different things, and they should not be confused in any way. So as a psychiatrist, I am trained as a medical doctor, and I am also trained to recognize mental health uh, issues, problems, illness. And I am trained to diagnose individuals with clinical depression, anxiety, ADHD, schizophrenia, bipolar disorder, and I'm also trained, extremely well trained actually, in psychopharmacology. And I trained at some of the best places, Harvard for my child psychiatry fellowship, and at Mount Sinai, New York for general psychiatry. Internal medicine at Yale was uh, my internship. So when I look at a patient, as a psychiatrist, I'm really looking at them more holistically. And what that means is I'm looking at their physical health as well as their mental health. I'm not only looking at what symptoms they present to me. And so I think that my background of a year of internal medicine, a year of ophthalmology prior to becoming a psychiatrist in addition to studying adult psychiatry and child psychiatry, six years of residency have afforded me the ability to look at patients holistically. And when I say that, I mean looking at the whole person, the mind, body, and heart. Very important to me. And so all of my patients, I encourage them to meditate, do yoga if it's possible, and to incorporate some sort of creative art of some kind. It could be photography, it could be writing, journaling, or drawing, whatever it is that appeals to them. For some people, things like gardening or sewing or knitting might be what works for them. And I do think that this is helpful to um, a healthy lifestyle and mindfulness is extremely important. And, and the mindfulness piece may be the only, only overlap between coaching and uh, psychiatry, but there is absolutely a definite boundary between those. And the two shall not be mixed necessarily. When you're seeing a psychiatrist, we do a lot of therapy. I do a lot of therapy, and therapy looks at your overall history. We look at your background, the way you grew up, your relationship with your parents, your relationship with your family, your children, your partners. And, um, and we also look at trauma, and we talk about the past a lot. The past comes up and how it reflects on the present. This is not what we do with coaching. In coaching, we're really focused on the present and on the future. 
and we're focused not on pathologizing you or trying to find out what's wrong with you, as it often is in, in medicine. We are really focused on how can we get you to thrive? How can we get you to your best place? And, and so we're looking and assessing what you're doing now, how you could do it better, and how we can create a future that is more fulfilling to you. So I hope all of this makes sense and I hope I'm not being, um, I'm not confusing you in any way, but I do want you to know that one has to keep these two different modalities very separate. And some of you might be saying to yourself, well, I don't know whether I need therapy or whether I need coaching. And so let me help you a little bit with that. That's a really good question. I think we all could use coaching. You know, um, coaching is really for those who are, are maybe struggling with decisions that they need to make or transitions that they are making. But it's not for you if you're struggling with mental illness or debilitating anxiety or debilitating depression. That's when you need therapy, and that's where therapy comes in and can be very helpful. So coaching is really for people who are more high-functioning. Um, they're working and functioning well, relatively well, and they are, you know, they could be in therapy and could be seeing a psychiatrist and they could be dealing with mental health issues, but those issues are separate from their coaching. And the coaching, if it's life coaching, is looking to help you. Maybe you're dating and you want a, a life coach that helps you with your dating life and how you can find an appropriate partner. But a coach is not going to be talking with you about um, your prior relationships and and how that's going to impact your current relationship or your future relationship, so to speak. That's more for the therapeutic realm. The coach is going to help you figure out how you can get out of your current uh, situation or box that you're in, how you can get out socially and meet the type of people that are best suited for you and how to facilitate conversation maybe or communication with with somebody you're you're looking to date um, but they're not going to go into detail about you know your past history and your past relationships and your relationship with your mother and father that is in the realm of therapy so um, I think by actually looking at these things, uh, you can figure out which might be most prominent to you. One of the things you can do is start with, um, with therapy and see if that's helpful to you. 
and see what areas you might want to focus on. For instance, I had a patient who came to me after losing her job and um, she thought, you know, that she would be very depressed and distraught and didn't know what to do. And she was actually a physician who'd lost her job right at the time of the pandemic. And we worked together. We did some therapy. And I saw that coaching would actually be more beneficial to her in many ways. And so I actually coached her. And, um, and so after the coaching was over, the light, well, we did some life coaching and basically really helping her to uh, figure out her relationship with money, figure out her relationship with um, herself in terms of um, what her goals were, um, where, where she wanted to be, she wanted to have a private practice, and we kind of, you know, really looked into the future, what that would look like. Let's think about um, who would be in that practice, what would the focus of the practice be. And she also had a, a love for the arts. And so she figured out a way to incorporate the arts in her primary care practice. So she got a little bit of both. Um, a little bit of therapy and then a little bit of coaching and then after seeing me she went on to a business coach that was more focused on setting up a private practice and starting a business um, so I'm the type of coach that you wouldn't come to me if you want to start a business and set up and, and do all the planning etc etc I, you're more likely to come to me if you are not sure which direction to go in, um, if you know that you are meant for something better, but you're not sure what that is, and you're trying to sort things out and figure them out, and you don't really know what lights you up yet, and you're trying to figure that out too. I'm the kind of coach who can help you with planning um, your future life, inspiring you in a lot of ways. So I had another patient of mine who came to me who really needed coaching rather than therapy per se. And she was a writer and she had a, uh, an MFA. She had gone to one of the top schools in New York, but she stopped writing. And so I worked with her and she started writing again. She started writing her blog and doing vlogs and um, she just got back on track and she just needed a boost. And so I have worked with filmmakers and photographers and painters and I've also worked with physicians who do both. And so if you're not sure whether you need therapy or whether you need coaching, I can also help you figure that out. And so 
I hope that this is helpful to you because there's just so much out there and so much confusion and there are a lot of um, coaches that are offering so many things and what I have found in my experience and uh, I have been somewhat disappointed in some of the coaching programs that I have joined because you don't really get that personal hands-on approach you're in a group and it's not so focused on you necessarily but if you want that one-on-one -on -one and you want somebody who is really just focused on you then I'm probably a coach for you or if you're looking for a very small intimate group I'm probably the person for you so I'm gonna do some small group coaching and some one-on-one um, -on -one coaching intensives that we can accomplish a lot in a short period of time and I find that this is this approach will help you to jumpstart whatever it is you want to jumpstart whether it's a transition or whether it's a new job or a new way of looking at things a new perspective I'm building a program in which we can do a, an intensive what I call VIP days and it's just one-on-one -on -one, just you and me I'll have you do a questionnaire an evaluation of what your strengths are and then we'll go into the planning phase that will structure your day so that you can get a jump start on your next steps and then we'll have a follow-up in 30 days to see how you're doing I also will do that with small groups so if you have a friend or a buddy or you know of two other people that you want to form a small group with and you guys want to figure out how you're going to transition whether it's a financial transition and real estate transition um, whether it's um, you're transitioning from working full-time to working part-time or doing locums work if you're a physician um, if you are a physician creative and you want to you know do something creative and you just don't know how to get started I can do that I can help you get started so I know I've said a lot I don't want to be overwhelming I'm really 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 trying to help clarify things for for you out there I will also be doing um, other groups that uh, um, will involve uh, real estate wealth money uh, relationships and um, and happiness uh, so you know look out for all the things that I have planned and that may be coming your way and I am not here to confuse people but I am here if you have any questions feel free to reach out to me you can DM me on Instagram at Dr. Isla Bates MD and um, yeah we can we can talk about the possibility of working together 
I'm excited to be able to help people in the coaching realm. I have uh, 20 years of experience as a psychiatrist and I'm looking forward to this transition for me to do more coaching, help a wider variety of people. And if we're a good fit, we could do great things together. So thanks for listening to this and I hope it's helpful to you and I hope it's clarified some questions you might have about therapy versus coaching and that you are ready to make an impact on the world using your gifts, using your creative gifts and working with someone like me that can help you on the road to flourishing rather than just surviving. So thank you so much for listening. Much love to you and I will be back. See you. Bye now.